K's, two A's in America. Three K's, two A's, America. Three K's, two A's in America. Damn, I feel amazing. Damn, damn, we got up on Welcome to Black on Both Sides. I'm one half your host, King Kunta 3X. The other half of your host is my my esteemed colleague, be honest. And we're gonna chop it up. It's uh Sunday, six o'clock Pacific time. January 26th. Today, uh, we lost an icon, lost a legend. We lost somebody that uh, very inspirational to me. Somebody I ain't really don't have any personal relationship with at all. but it's been very important to my family. And I feel like a brother, a brother I never met. Earlier today, um, in a helicopter crash in Calabasas, Kobe Bryant, his 13-year-old daughter, uh, Gianna, and seven other passengers, including pilot, uh, died. And I know some of you out there are like, well, you know, celebrity dies. They got to do with anything. I get it. You know, I, but this is, this hits me different for a lot of different reasons. Some known, some not known. Today is probably the first day ever since being, be honest and I started doing this thing. To where I really didn't want to podcast today. I don't feel like doing nothing today. I've been asleep for the past, I don't know, three hours. It had nothing on television. I haven't even turned the television on. King Kuta comes out of LA. This is where I live. This head's different for us. It's a big deal. It's one thing to have somebody that, you know, lives a dangerous lifestyle. It's another thing to have somebody that's sick. It's another thing to have, you know, what have you. We all know that we wake up every day. That it's not promised. You may wake up, you may not. We all, you know, make plans about what we're going to do tomorrow. What we're going to do the day after that. We're going to do, you know, a year from now, five years from now. We think about if you got kids, what your kids going to do, taking care of your kids, pushing your kids in their activities. We take all this shit for granted. We just presume that, you know, we're going to go about living our life. But, you know, that presumption is completely false. I'm going to apologize, be honest already. I know you probably got a lot of things you want to say. I don't really know what you think about Mr. Bryant. I don't know what impact he had on you at all. And But for me right now, this is, uh, 
I don't really feel like podcasting today. So a lot of basketball, a lot of basketball games are being played. Yeah, pretty sure people don't really feel like playing ball today. I saw a picture of, I guess, the place where him and his daughter and the people on the plane were going, and there was a basketball facility. I guess they were about to have some type of game, and they were all kneeling. It was probably two hundred people in the in the building in the um in the gym. So that that game definitely didn't happen. I'm sure. I'm pretty sure it didn't. Yeah, I mean that's uh, you know Kobe Bryant. And is has this thing called or had this thing called the Mamba Academy. Basically, it's a center where he was training professional and amateur athletes to, you know, excel in whatever they did. Started out being basketball, but you know, expel. You know, they had fighters that were training there, UFC or boxers or something that effect. The picture, if we think about the same picture, was actually where I believe um, Kobe was headed, which is with his right his daughter to. Uh, uh, basketball for girls, I don't know, 16 under, 18 and under. Yeah. Um, the Grammy is tonight in the Staples Center. And Alicia Keys opened it by, you know, giving, you know, thoughts and prayers and calling for a moment of silence in the house that she said Kobe Bryant built. And that's true. It's tough, man. So here's it's a, tough. here's the thing for for non LA people because I've never been able to root for the Lakers, and I've never been a Kobe Bryant fan because of that. In fact, he's probably been on teams that have messed my teams up. But there's a reverence across the planet, probably. I know definitely in Atlanta for Kobe Bryant. There are a lot of Kobe Bryant fans here. The thing about this situation, I think that's that's a little different because I, you know a lot of times people are quick to throw up legend and we lost a legend today and you know all emotional about whatever. But we literally lost a legend today. I don't think that there's anyone, whether you're an enemy of his, whether he's beat you in the in the fourth quarter. I don't care who that person is that would fight you if you said that Kobe Bryant was a legend. And so I think that the weight of it is is that even those people on Instagram who have no connection but seem to somehow be emotional about it, those people are also feeling it today. And, it, and it's, re- it's a real feeling for them, too, because Kobe Bryant was a legend. Not, no, nothing short of a legend. Well, in addition to what you said, one of the things that <clears throat> over time I admire about Kobe, and make no mistake about it, like every person that, that wakes up, he lived a full life. That had ups, downs, mistakes, could have gone wrong, could have gone way wrong, made some decisions he probably shouldn't have made. But one of the things that was very admirable, in my opinion, was his just his 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 extreme focus and dedication to the pursuit and achievement of excellence. What did I mean by that? Um, being honest and I are we've already seen the best basketball player there ever was we already seen that that was you know we saw Michael Jordan play at his peak now as we get further by it we can say oh well LeBron does a lot of stuff too but 
you know, I know, Giannis knows what the standard in basketball is. It's Michael Jordan. He was, you know, standalone, the unattainable. Now, when Kunta was younger, his passion was not for podcasting, not for sarcasm, and not for being in the legal industry. His passion was to be a basketball player. It's probably the only thing that Kunta loved. And so <clears throat> I always knew Michael Jordan was, you know, the blueprint, the unattainable. Ten times out of ten out of ten times, he comes through every time. And like Kobe Bryant, we are about a year apart in age, not even a full year. So, you know, Michael Jordan, it was always, oh, this dude who I'll never know I can't obtain. Whereas with Kobe Bryant, I always felt like, you know, this is like we're contemporaries of each other. I was like, you know, no matter how great Kobe Bryant was, no matter how how many of Michael Jordan's moves he mirrored exactly, it was always, well, you good, but you're not MJ good. Or you're great, but, you know, you're not MJ great. It became more of a, a love-hate family type situation. Um, and, you know, I track big moments of my life, big moments of my basketball career, where it started and when it stopped, you know, along with where Kobe was at that time in his career, when it began. Uh, a lot of people don't understand why I'm a Lakers fan because I'm not from L.A. And the story I always tell people, which is true, is that, you know, when MJ retired the second time, I... I, I was looking for something to do because I was very upset with the Bulls organization and that they let MJ retire. And I just didn't like a lot of what I was seeing, but I really liked Shaquille O'Neal. By the way, Shaq just will not stop posting today. All the animosity you thought between Shaq and Kobe was just overblown. It's not real. So I liked Shaq's personality. He was a fun dude. Acting, rapping, all sorts of stuff. He was a dominant dude. And so I followed him to L.A. In deep East Texas, we had just gotten a satellite. And I was able to watch NBA games. League pass just became a thing. And the Lakers had Shaq. Shaq is back, or the Lake Show is back. And that same year, they had a, you know, a draft. And they, you know, they picked some kid from Lower Marion, Philadelphia High School. Well, he was actually, was, he was traded there. Well, yeah, initially he was picked by Charlotte, but there was an understanding that the trade would go to Los Angeles and that was, right. and that trade happened. And so, because we just got league pass, I was able, they had a lot of behind the scenes footage and stuff. So they would follow Kobe Bryant and this other player from UCLA whose name I don't remember. And it was just two kids, two kids living a dream that I wished I could live. Right. Living a dream that I was putting in my 10,000 hours. You know, you know, I haven't put 10,000 hours in a lot of anything. Right. But I sure as fuck put 10,000 hours in basketball. My arches are flattened. My knees are messed up. My back is messed up. 
because I, I put in so much time to try to chase hoop dreams, as they would say. Right. And at that time, I was still chasing them. Like, well, Kunta, you're fully shut. All right, well, I averaged 33 points a game in high school in my junior year. And yeah, I dropped down to 20, 29 points a game in my senior year. So you're pretty good. It was as unattainable, as unrealistic as it was. As it was, it was still my dream. And I was following Kobe live his dream. And we seemed like seemed like somebody that I could hang out with. We were, we were, we were, you know, the same cohort, the same class. So I came to Lakers because of Shaq, but I stayed because Kobe. There's been ups and downs. Um, I was very hard on him as a fan, even long after my dream died. Uh, one thing that maybe Beyonce doesn't know and probably will think is funny was that and people used to say I looked like Kobe Bryant. Yep, that's pretty funny. Um, if you imagine if, you know, Kobe is six, 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 seven. Right. I'm six even on a good day. But if you shrink Kobe down, we have very similar heads and, uh, you know, <laughs> similar spinally, you know, where our limbs are. Or at that point in time. And so Kobe has always been a special person to my family because my family seems to think that there was some physical resemblance. Uh, My mother loves Kobe. My brother loves Kobe. Kobe, Both of them called me hysterical separately and independently today. Uh, They also lived in L.A. Um, So... He's someone, I guess you could say, I've created this relationship in my head. And I'll accept that. But he's also somebody that, you know, encouraged me and motivated me by the pure excellence of what they were doing to strive to be better. He was the first person I ever heard say they take several hundred shots a day. And I believed him. I tried. It's hard. It's very hard to stay as committed as he has, particularly when you start achieving success. And it can, and not only to stay committed, but become even more committed. So the point of what I'm saying is, so he's somebody that, that you know, that it, his markers and my markers of life tracked so closely because of his passion was my initial passion. And after that, you know, we're so close in age to where he's, he's just, he's just always been there. Right. There's a familiarity with him being there. Right. Uh, As a fan, you know, when they were winning championships, he was there. When Shaq had to leave, I was mad that he ran Shaq off. When I I relocated to California. Right. I I was, that was a real concern when I got here at that time was, well, are the Lakers going to be able to keep Kobe? Because he's going to be a free agent. Um, the first Lakers jersey I bought in Los Angeles was a uh, Lakers 24 jersey. And I bought it specifically because I thought he was going to be leaving and it was going to be sad because of all this other stuff I just told you. But he stayed. Uh, they won some more championships. He lost some championships. Um, I watched the Lakers become terrible. And Jeannie Buss give him a huge deal. 
that hamstrung the rest of her ability to fill out the Lakers, Lakers roster at the time. The teams were terrible, but Kobe was there. Out here, you know, the L.A. fans still were happy to have been able to watch Kobe despite the teams no longer being competitive near the last few years. We accepted that. We still talk about his last game. His last game as a player scored 60 points. Yeah, it might have taken 60 shots, but he still got there. Yep. He scored 81 points. That's a lot. You know, un- under those rules, could MJ have scored 81 points? You bet your ass. But, you know, but he did, though. Right. But he did. So, I mean, that's Kobe the basketball player. We all know what happened in Colorado. Do we? We don't all know. I think that's a, a lot. I've heard a lot of people say stupid stuff, but at the end of the day, it's alleged. It still was. Oh, let me rephrase. We all know that something happened in Colorado. Okay. And it tarnished his reputation. Um, it cost him a few endorsements. Um, some people would say he never, you know, his reputation was never rehabilitated after that. I disagree, but some would. Uh, you know, he, he had the trial. Uh, I believe it. I believe he was acquitted or was he settled? I don't know. Somehow or another, he, he got out of that situation, out of the sexual assault situation. Um, rightfully, wrongfully, I don't know. Only two people in that room know what happened. Right. Uh, he took the chance he got and worked on, you know, rehabilitating his image. And uh, he represented this country in multiple uh, international old Olympics. Um, continued to play for the Lakers and win championships. And then he retired. And one of the things right before he retired is he started helping younger athletes. Uh, he started to become a touchstone of people would go work out with Kobe, see what he's doing. How can I be like him? And after he retired, he started that, you know, academy that we spoke about earlier where he was having all kinds of people come in and, uh, and work on their craft, whatever it was. Uh, he had this uh, animated short that won an Oscar. And that was what, two, three years ago. Yeah. And, um, you know, he has, he does a lot of philanthropical work. Uh, he has, uh, you know, in LA, he's, he's uh, was his company was also starting to work on, you know, the film and media side of things. Um, you know, he had opened up, he had started giving like, you know, real interviews, yeah, really like inside of what he thinks about things. This is something Michael Jordan never, ever done. Never did. You know, that series that he did on ESPN Plus is amazing. Where he like breaks down one player's game. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Have you ever watched one of them? No, I haven't. I haven't. I haven't seen that. I kind it, of have fallen out of, I don't really like the way the current basketball now is different than when you and I played. Yeah, but but the way that he breaks down how players play, it's, it's, um, the basketball IQ required for the level of depth that he goes into to explain what's going on in the court, what the player is seeing, how they're reacting, and how they should do better, how they could do it better. If you're a young player and you, you want to play, you don't want to emulate the greats, and you have Kobe Bryant showing you what they're doing right, what they're doing wrong, how they could do it better, but he's doing it at such a, a, such a depth. I, you have to check out one of them. It's, a, it's amazing. I don't know. The, so, I can't remember the name of it, but it's amazing. 
So, so what what be honest is is just describing is a, is a tremendous difference between Kobe and Michael Jordan. Right. And you know what's Michael funny? Michael Jordan is not known not for helping all. anybody with anything. Not at all. He helped one person for sure, and that's Kobe. Well, that was probably due to Kobe's persistence. Um, and also, MJ does not make it known that he's going to help people, whereas Kobe has made it known for quite some time. There's a reason. B, have you, have you seen the feet of most of these NBA players the last two years? Do you, do you know what shoes they, they wear more than anything? Jordan? I don't know. Kobe's. Oh, wow. He's this generation's Jordan. They yeah. all, you know, the more current NBA players choose to wear Kobe Bryant's than anything else. Yeah. Um, and so, um, did you did you happen to see Doc Rivers' uh, response today? No, I haven't seen any responses. The only thing I have is some news anchor lady that made us. I don't want to talk about that. Yeah, that's the only thing I've seen, and that's. I'm not going. I'm not going to do that today. That sorted itself out, whatever. But, but, um, but Doc Rivers, yeah, he melted down. And Doc Rivers is the former coach of the Celtics. They got into it with Kobe and the Lakers. Right. They exchanged championships. And, you know, Doc was kind of able to sort of pull it back together. But the upshot is, is that Kobe Bryant is most of this generation's players' hero. Right. Of the, people, the, the person that they are trying to surpass. I mean, people right. like LeBron. But people, you know, people, like, people don't dislike LeBron. But Kobe was this generation's Jordan. Right. Um, so, I mean, you know, that in and of itself... Everything we talked about so far would would be sad standalone, and that would be enough. That would be enough to make King Kunta sad, not want a podcast today. But what makes it even more sad is that we didn't just lose lose Kobe and do and I use those words specifically I mean it we lost Kobe like to be honest just said we we lost a genius level intellect who apparently was willing to share that information with people uh mamba mentality is not is a focus it's a mindset it's a way of doing things it's an intense focus towards the pursuit of excellence I believe all that aside his 13 year old daughter was with him she's dead As a parent, I can't imagine how Kobe's wife, what mindset she could be in to know that she's lost her spouse. But not only that, but she's also lost a daughter. 13. And Gianna, Gigi Bryant, she was basically Kobe's shadow. Yeah. Uh, she had taken up basketball. Kobe has four daughters, I believe. Yep. Uh, the oldest one does not really play basketball. I did see a clip of her playing volleyball recently. That's not really her thing. Gianna was Kobe all over. That's the one that goes to the games with him, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and B, you want, you want to know why that happens? Is because she plays basketball. Right. And she forces him to to remain engaged with the current 
NBA goings on. See, Kobe was okay, I believe, training people during the off season, but during the regular season, I don't really think, you know, it's something that, I mean, again, as I said, the game is different. Right. But Gianna, the story goes, um, is that she, her passion for basketball wound up in Kobe Bryant having to buy a league pass for the house because he didn't have it. Can you believe that? I believe it. He, he was, he was a, I think to have the Mamba mentality, you kind of got to be an assassin. That's what's so odd about how warm he actually was after he retired. But go ahead. I didn't mean to break you off. Yeah. So, so, you know, as a parent, you know, we often go out of our way to try to facilitate our kids' dreams. Right. Kobe Bryant's helicopter ride today was not because Kobe Bryant had to be at an appearance. Kobe Bryant's helicopter tragedy happened today because Kobe was taking Gianna, another of her teammates, uh, to a basketball uh, appointment for them. Were there other people that were going to be there? Yes, but this, you know, it was for the, it was for Gianna's age group and her team. Kobe had become coaching, had, had, has taken up coaching Gianna and I don't want to call it an AAU team, but it's kind of like that. He, he was a, a coach coach, not a kind of coach. He's drawing up plays. He's on the sideline. He's at practice. Right. So he was, you know, you know, he was doing this. It appears in large part to help Gianna live what her dream, to help her put in her 10,000 hours and what she said her dream was, which just so happened to be trying to follow in her dad's footsteps. And, you know, I don't know, B, I actually uh, started off today at, at, at church. I'm, I'm going to try to bring this together. My, my youngest kid goes to uh, a private school and there's a church component of it. And they said, they you know, she had to be she had to sing in the choir today at, at the church. It's a Lutheran church. It's a Lutheran school. And I'm sitting there twiddling my thumbs on social media, trying to be anywhere in the world but where I am. And all of that was just so that my little girl, whenever she, you know, pays attention and looks over my direction, she sees daddy's there. Right. We do this all the time. As parents, I mean, obviously there's a cutoff at some point. Well, maybe, I don't know. But definitely when they're younger, definitely when they're Gianna's age, we do everything we can to give them all that they, they we, we can give them so that they can pursue their dreams, what makes them happy. Right. And that's all Kobe was doing today. I don't know what they did yesterday, but today he had to get Gianna from point A to point B. And he, he used the, the, me- the means, the method that he normally does. Yeah, I don't know if you know this, but Kobe, you know, he, he he more times than not preferred to fly by helicopter. Yeah, I did know that. Yeah, and 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 that was it. You in trying to facilitate, help his child's dream. Um, this tragedy happened in travel and transit to that. Uh, one other thing. So two nights ago, maybe three nights ago, I, I follow Vanessa Bryant, Kobe's wife, and I follow Kobe um, on social media, Instagram. And 
two nights ago, maybe three, uh, Vanessa did something she don't really usually do. She she took a video of of the girls at home, and it was Vanessa, Gianna, and their and the newest baby. Uh, and I'll forgive me, I don't know her name. It's not Bianca, but the the, the smallest baby. Um, and Vanessa says. I'm trying, you know, she doesn't believe that there's a song called Computer Love. You know, the, Zapp, the Roger and Zap song, Computer right. Love, which is kind of a California staple. And, you know, I thought it was funny. But today, in reflecting on that video, um, I bet neither one of them could have ever imagined that would be one of a handful, if not maybe the last time, they would talk to each other in this plane of existence. And, you know, I, I, the only thing I can take away from all of this is that for the people that mean anything to you, whether you're, in, you're on the outs, you're on the ends, they annoy, you know, it's a strained relationship, good relationship, bad relationship, but people that mean anything to you, you should tell them while they are alive that you love them. Because when it's over, you know, B and I have, we've gone down some, some rabbit holes and a lot of shit. I don't know what there is after, after we stop blooming here. But I, what I do know is that once it's over here, it's over here. I can't tell you about the shit that's going to happen after you die, but I do know that right here, once this part is over, this part's over. So if you care anything about people in your life, you should tell them right now, not later, that you love them. And you should hug your, your family, hug your children, hug your spouse, because we just take a lot of shit for granted. And I understand why. If we were in fear of constant death, you know, that you couldn't live that way. I understand why we, in, we do that. But, you know, you don't have a guarantee of the next, your next breath. You don't. Right. You, do, you don't. Yep. Hey man, you, you know guys, what? I I say we end it right there, man. This was just this episode can just be for Kobe, about Kobe. You know what I'm saying, and and not clouded with any of any of our other silly arguments. Yeah, man. I mean, I mean, it's uh, this one hurts. Um, LA's kind of lost a lot in, in less than a year. You know, it, it lost its uh. It's 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 nephew. Everybody's nephew, Nipsey Hussle, died ten months ago. By the way, he won a rap Grammy tonight, so congratulations to Lauren and the family. John Singleton, who who made almost every major black movie uh, in the nineties about what was going on on South Central, he died in April. And and now we've lost we've we've lost our sports hero. Um. I'm certain that his legacy will live on because of all the people he's touched. And I'm thankful that I was able to witness the ride. And, you know, I give my heartfelt condolences, thoughts and prayers to the Bryant family 
And anybody out there who feels some kind of way, it's okay. It's okay to be sad when the people that inspire us are gone. It's okay. That's all I got, man. Black on both sides when nothing is black and white.